Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, y'all. Cold open. Uh, this uh, O Steve has been brought to you by Frank Williams. Here's my chair. No, no, no. Oh, by I, Frank I I'm just... Williams. There. Um, so here we go. Hi, my name is who? My name is what? My name is O Steve. <laughs> Eminem. That cold opening is not supported by Snoop Dogg, by the way. Not at all. <laughs> I tell you to do that, nigga. Um, okay, there it is. Nice and simple. Um, we should have had some music behind it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's all good. Right, it's good right, for what right, it right, is. Right, right. Um, okay, let me go ahead and read this first one, get it out the way. Uh-oh. No, it ain't all. It's you should get we have to have some kind of marvel or decent marvel theme music for Kolsch. there should be maybe it is from aquaman there's there has to be some music back there there's something we could i don't know uh maybe we could put something together you know bubble sound effect some yeah you know yeah cut have steve cut together something so you know that when we do this, we read this, we are wearing our Versace. And Amber Heard yelling something in the background. The yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> something from the Johnny Depp. Uh, right. Yeah. So it's, it's depth. Um, Aries Passion Cult. Oh, shit. <clears throat> what up, A&A? Aries, you can begin the dialogue and lead the team to some sort of, oh, he's talking about the Dave Chappelle thing, some sort of creative dialogue that we can all be a part of in terms of what Dave is going through, in terms of the state of comedy and what the future will hold. But let's live in the moment. Dude, we got your back. You know how much the ones that really matter, us, the loyals, care about your opinion and feel your voice is well-respected to us that matter. 
you may not think how impactful you are, but you truly are. Andy can attest to it. Uh, we can all attest for how motherfucking passionate you are. I really can't think of anybody else on the planet who has your kind of, and he keeps saying passion and caps, that passion when erupted will be such a voice that will not only bring us closer together, but it will further prove how impactful you are. You will get the unconditional support, not only from not only us, but your peers in comedy that really fuck with you. Please know and understand how special you truly are. It kills me that you feel as though you're not big enough as other names to create an impact. You know the old saying, when you want something done, do it yourself. However, we're all in this together. We're going to get through this together. Uh, whether we can all, whatever we can all do to help you, we will. I said what I said, love, peace, and partners. Uh, yeah, he's talking about the thing I said about Dave Chappelle and comics coming together to ban Minnesota and proving, putting their money where their mouth is as far as the brotherhood. Uh, comedians? Yeah, comedians. And like I said, I'm not that guy to lead that fight. I appreciate where you're coming from, but I'm simply not that guy. I'm telling you, dude, I am not that respected among my peers. I really am. I really am not. Uh, I'm a lone I wolf man. I'm a lone gunslinger. Ooh, womp, womp, womp. I ride in on a horse in the middle of the night and I leave in the dawn or the early morning and I just, I'm clean Eastwood, nigga. You know, I'm, I'm by myself. I'm lonely. I don't think it's a respect issue. I think you're just a tough person to get to know. <sighs> yeah. We'll, we'll have this for a different date. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I'm nobody. I could have been a contender. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from Prince Samoso. Um, what's up, AA? I'm mailing to speak on the Dave Chappelle situation in Minneapolis. The theater slash club is called the First Ave. If you've seen Purple Rain, which I believe you have, Prince made the theater slash club famous by putting it in the movie. Oh, that place. Uh, I attended the show. Whew. Yeah. It's a, he's, he's waking up. Man, you save it for the emails, <clears throat> man. Um, she told, uh, I attended the show and I have a friend that works at the First Ave. She told me one of the main reasons it was canceled was because many of the First Ave staff refused to work his show. Not only was the show that was moved sold out, in five, oh, not only was the show moved, not only was the show that was moved sold out in five minutes. Something was wrong in there, but anyway. Four more shows that week were added, God damn, and were sold out. Uh, the day of the show, some protesters threw eggs at people and tried to convince people attending to leave the lines, which they didn't. It's interesting that this venue still makes a lot of money off Prince's name when he was a Jehovah Witness. He shared opposing views to gay marriage and even former band members, Wendy Melvin and Lisa Coleman, have been quoted stating he shared opposing views to homosexuality. Anyways, I love the podcast. Y'all stay blessed. A couple things to unpack here. Black Series Wusa. This is why I get into speaking about passion. This fucking community, man. Do you see the bullshit? Do you see the hypocrisy? So they can throw eggs at motherfuckers, which I believe is assault. And yet their whole purpose is to complain about violence against them. Do you see the bullshit? These niggas is bullies. Why are they getting a pass? And I understand we want to be sympathetic to their plight. We want to be sympathetic 
to any fucked up human condition. But enough, man. Come on. Man. Man. <laughs> Will should have did the apology like that. Hey, Chris, man. I'm sorry, man. But no, I'm just, come on, man. Like, this is bullshit. First, you, t- you, 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 you attempt to take away a guy's livelihood. Then you fucking assault and protesters. What are we going to call the bullshit? You know, there's, conver- I know people give me shit about the word that I say conversation. Conversations need to take place. You need to articulate your position without eggs. People have been trying to articulate position. Or, or, or eggs scrambled with some bacon and hash browns over breakfast. We can have the conversation. Dude, but have a conversation. I, I mean, we, I, I, it's, no, it's not that, I don't know people that are going, I don't want these people on the earth. I mean, I'm sure there are people that say that. But his name's Bert Bridgewater. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> but but the point is, you know, the conversation is no, it's this is a very this has happened medically so quickly when it's on the we're, I'm speaking completely on the trans part that it, not everybody's caught up. Give them a chance, converse, have the conversation, talk. You don't need to throw eggs at people. No one's come. Uh, and even if they never get caught up, what, violence is not the key of any kind, either side. And I think that most people, most of the people, I'm going to I, I think that most, I think, I, I'm not, I, I shouldn't say everyone, but most of the people that are going to a Dave show, comedy people, there's no one that's trying to, I, 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 just because they don't agree with you doesn't mean they're trying to oppress you by not wanting you to be part of this society. That just means they haven't caught up to everything that you need or want right now at this moment. But And again, I, gotta, I, don't, I don't mean to emphasize it, but I have to. And they may never catch up. And that's their right. But as long as you can go about your day, I mean, just let, we have to not. There's a bridge to do this. This isn't it. This isn't it. Look, the guy that rushed to save Dave, motherfuckers throwing eggs at protesters. You know, like, come on, man. Come on, man. Let's let's we got to if we're going to call the bullshit, let's call the bullshit. You know, and, and I think, listen, we can complain it all day, complain about it all day. And when I say we, I'm talking about straight people. But there needs to be people within that community calling them out. Gay people saying, yo, what we're doing, some of us is wrong. And it doesn't help our cause. Second thing, how ironic. I never knew that about Prince. But the man that wore assless chaps and heels that can steal your bitch, uh, had issues with gay shit, but he's wearing heels and asses chaps. Hilarious. It's just as Did you know that about Prince? He was a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, I knew he was a Jehovah's Witness. And I didn't know I didn't, they had a strong stance against Yeah, oh yeah. I just didn't know that he was I didn't know that he was practicing. Like I didn't know that he he held the beliefs of the Jehovah's Witnesses like that. I didn't know that because you know he he was androgynous at the beginning a little bit. I, I, I mean, when I say androgynous, you know, he was a dude, but I mean, he was, he was, his dress, his, his style was, yeah. was definitely fluid. So uh, I just, no, I think there's a better way for us to go about this. I really do. I re I really do. But again, again, it's one of those things I'm not part of, but I'm telling you from the side that would, want to have the conversation, reach out and, and, and get some clarity 
so that we can get everybody on the same page or close. Uh, I just don't think that's the way to do it. I don't think you're getting, you're closing up conversation instead of creating conversation. Imagine him showing up at your door unannounced. I never meant to cause you any trouble. <laughs> I never meant to cause you any pain. I only want to see you standing in that purple rain. Purple rain. Ooh, purple rain. <laughs> I love Jamie Foxx's rendition. You guys go YouTube it. It's a great watch when he does the Brady Bunch and he does Babyface, Luther Vandross, and Prince singing the Brady Bunch. It's one of the most talented things I've ever seen. Brady Bunch. Oxid. Oh, it's fucking great. It, it's fucking great. Um, okay. Um, let's see. All right. This next one is from Anubie S7 King. Oh, that might not. That's an old Steve. Shit, damn. Okay, I'm going to have to save that one for later. Um, This one came from somebody who simply said, your mom. I thought it was actually from my mother, but I was like, nah, because my mother has her own email, Doris Spears, so it was my mother. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. This morning, I had a Jehovah's Witness for breakfast. I actually ate Prince. <laughs> His ass cheeks were a little gummy, but nonetheless, that little nigger midget was tasty. They don't always going to be funny. It is what it is. All right. Uh, just finished all podcasts. Epps, uh, second time writer. Number one, I have to acknowledge a legend in the making. Aries, you are a triple threat and don't change for anyone. Triple threat, stand-up, delivery, impressions, passion, set, slash, professionalism. And I got a big dick. <laughs> um, number two, Andy brings a different POV to double A dynamic. This summer, double A dynamic. I love that. And it's off the chart. I got a new name for Andy. Handy Andy. Because, <laughs> boy, you are special. I'm literally yelling at my phone, knowing you can't hear me when it comes to race and other serious topics. But I got nothing but love from you. I'm from Tucson, and I am also half beaner, but the other half is black. Number three, I hopped back and forth from old to new, and it didn't matter, Aries. Bullshit. Uh, I look at it like a good Seinfeld episode. You're going to get a good laugh, and I would hate myself if I missed you guys in person. I only hope the next, I, I only hope the next level and big... I only hope the next level and big proceeds... Oh, I only hope the next level and big proceeds for you both. Signing off, Action Jackson. Hot. Hotter. Hottest. It's one of my favorite action movies. <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. Um, I like that only people from, like, only Mexicans will, first of all, will say beaner because I didn't realize that Hispanics not all over have beans. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's, that's that's ours. Right. Um, and it's just funny when I hear it because I hear it so rarely. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. Um, from T. Rel. Um, the he, he gave you all the compliment. You're not going to say thanks for the email? Oh, nigga, thank you. Shit. Nigga. That's, yeah. our, that's, our, that's our half and half brother right there. That's right. That's right. Half of each of us. Yeah. 
<laughs> Damn. Half of each of each of us to make a whole you. Uh, okay. Um, the next Denzel. Hey, Aries and Andy, I'm a fan of the podcast, and I enjoy listening, laughing, and learning. Well, you damn sure learned yesterday, because Tim was on one. God damn it. Um, he would be better if he wasn't driving in his car at the same time. I think was he, he was, doing that? I don't know if he was or not. Oh. I just know that I caught him, because well, we took a little while longer to get to him. So I, I, I'm going to call him after we record. So I'll see where he was at, what's going on. Uh, <laughs> I want to go back to the Denzel-Washington debate one more time. Aries, you said, I believe you said, don't get mad at me, LOL. Denzel is the Sydney Poitier of our generation. So here's my question. Looking 10 to 20 years down the line, who was the potential to be the next Denzel Washington? Chadwick Boseman was heading there, was heading there before his death. Maybe Michael B. Jordan, but he plays characters where you still cheer for him even when he's the bad guy. Example, Killamonger and Black Panther. Uh, Tessa Thompson was in Creed, Selma, Dear White People, has the ability to get your attention, or over time, Denzel's son, John David Washington, can fill his dad's shoes. Nah. Uh, who do you see as the next Denzel Washington? Sorry for the long email. Your fan, t Rell. <clears throat> I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Because uh, you got to, you know, everything that Denzel embodies, you know, uh, Incidentally, I got into a, a thing with this dude on on Instagram, where he said to me, Denzel was basically overrated. He was like, Denzel doesn't act; he does this. He's just a he's a he's a he plays the same character in every movie. And I went, so wait a minute, drunk airplane pilot in flight, civil rights leader Malcolm X, uh, African civil rights leader Stephen Biko, uh, a a a a, a, a a loving father uh, when that crying scene torn to bits John Q fucking American gangster Frank Lucas you know and I've named all these movies and he goes he's he's just the same suave smooth dude in every movie who just does Denzel mannerisms the way he'll poke his arm out like he'll be looking straight and I pointed this out point his arm out look at his watch the way he angles his head he said he's not as diverse as a Tom Hanks what? It's like, look, Denzel can act his ass off. He just happens to be, especially in his prime, a sexy, suave, good-looking nigga. He's the total package. I couldn't disagree with you more. You know, when, when you said that, though, then, then I think about uh, Denzel and Bone Collector, where he had to do it from the bed. Right. And he couldn't do any of those things. Right. And it's a cop, but he ain't playing the same cop that he's played before. So I, I don't understand that. Here's where you are, where that argument gets killed immediately from this dude. To, to, to evoke emotion from someone, the ability to do something and make someone cry, that is, that's skill. It wasn't, again, when I saw John Q, all you heard in that theater, that scene where he's talking to his son, telling him how to be a man and do the right thing just before he's about to off himself, are you fucking crazy? Glory, the one tear. Are you fucking? And I wanted to tell this dude, man, do that right now. Do, do, show me that. You could do that. That's that's skill. Fuck out of here, man. Overrated. You're crazy. There, there, there's another moment in John Q, and I forget the name of it. I think her name is Kimberly Elise, the one that plays his wife. 
when he's sitting in the room with uh, James Woods and Anne Heche, and she basically tells them, there's nothing we can do for your son. You don't have the money. Your insurance doesn't cover it. He's going to die. And Kimberly Elise is losing it. And Denzel has to be strong for her in that moment. And he's hugging her. But he's losing it too. But he's trying to show strength. And he goes, oh, oh, oh boy. It's a lot. Okay. And T- get the fuck out of here. That it gives me goosebumps. Had to put to to, to, to to do that? Shit. No, and and there's a movie that you didn't like, but I'm saying that that's I'm glad he took the movie because it shows what kind of range and that he's not afraid to do it. When he did that Esquire, the John the, the Esquire. Yeah, yeah, the, the lawyer movie. You didn't like it, but his, I like his it performance. I, I hear you. It was outstanding. It was very different. Dude, I'm 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 just telling you there, there's talented people in this world and uh, one of the things that gets, you know, when you're when your personality and, and I think he's a big personality and it became a bigger personality. Like you said, when you become an older actor, you just start to become a little bit of a character of yourself. But that's the thing of acting is not to change who you are. You're just inserting you are bringing what that person would feel. But it's still within you. I mean, right. you're changing you, but you're right. bringing how you would embody that character. You got to right. go with who you are. And so it comes out a lot. I mean, you see, that's why I see someone like him might say, yeah, it's the same character, but it's not. It's they're completely different character. And he brings a new character all the time. Right, right. Now, are there some movies that have similarities in the character? Yeah, there are. And all actors at a top level, because they want to make the, the process of this as a business, they play similar characters sometimes. Listen, when you've been doing this for four decades, yeah, you're going to, Characters gonna collide. Nicholson, Pacino, De Niro, they've all been doing this since the 80s. Yeah. And then to use Tom Hanks, I'm not, you know, I'm gonna perpetuate more, more uh bigotry and racism. There's more, there's more films with different ranges for white actors. Oh, that too. I mean, that's why you, Tom. There's that's why Tom Hanks has a more versatile ranges of movies he's done, and you know what? And I'm going to say this because he did say Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a fucking beast of an actor. We talk about all these other actors. He started off in TV, right? Comedy, comedy in movies. Still does comedy. Still does drama. Still, yeah, he is a beast. And I and I don't know if I ever told you, but I finally watched Road to Perdition. Yo. And he plays a badass in that. I've never seen it. It's still no. Yeah. Oh, it, he, he, it's still Tom Hanks in the sense that he's such a nice guy. That always comes off with Tom Hanks. He seems like a nice fucking guy, genuinely. So even in Road to Perdition, where he's playing a badass gangster, I still felt I'd never seen him do that. So I was like, oh shit. But he, you could still sense he's a nice guy. But Tom Hanks appears in all his movies too. You get the Tom. That's Hanks what I'm isn't. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I agree right. with you. But yeah, I think it was a nice choice that he picked Tom Hanks. I at first, when you first said Tom Hanks, I was like, that's kind of not a. And then I started thinking about it. No, that is that is a right. That is a great great uh, comparison. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders 
with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Mr. Marcus, uh, not the porn star. Uh, Top of the top. Question, if I win three straight and retire, then come back two years later to win three straight again, what is God's name? Cough Michael Jordan. Uh, I don't know about the Balls Brigade, brothers. Uh, Oh, Steve, can I get a record scratch? Nah, son, I almost slapped somebody at work. Uh, Ain't no way I'm calling my man Ball Brigade, brother. I delegate uh, Spearsburgians or Spearsburgers. Uh, All right, now to the list. Top sports, Jordan, Ali. Now currently, what's your take on guys like Ryan Garcia, Errol Spence, Devin Haney, and Javante Davis? Aries Curry just won four rings in six attempts. LBJ uh, has that many in 12 attempts. Top stand-up. Each nigga wants us to know shit. (laughs) Top stand-up. Chappelle, Epps, Dion Cole. I would like to mention Tony Woods, Bill Burr, Patrice O'Neill. We all got the same actors, but shows. Always thought Giancarlo Espinito was underrated. He's getting his due, and he's in two of my top shows. Have you guys watched The Boys? His appearances on the show made me go, holy shit, Gus is back, baby. Ha <laughs> ha. Speaking of the Better Call Saul series, it's just as good, if not better, than the origin, origin show. I heard you talking down on it on a prior ep. So if you've watched it by now, I'd like to hear your take. Real quick, Al Pacino is in this Amazon original series produced and created by Jordan Peele. Pacino plays a Jewish guy, which he does well, in my opinion who was trying to find Nazis with his group of misfits. I couldn't stop watching The Office when I was young sometimes. I'll try and catch it for a good laugh. Aries, you have you have uh, any more Patrice stories to give the folks? Top rap artists, Jay-Z, Pac, Cole, K. Lamar, Sci High. He's probably the most slept on. Uh, this Sci High most recent freestyle, skip to the 330 mark and listen from there. Favorite group, Crendence Clearwater. Uh, it's not all uh, all the time a celeb you look up to takes the time out what they do to read and even respond. So I do appreciate y'all and thank you, bless. Yeah, uh, everything you said, man. Yeah, but uh, I just have one question. Yeah. What's his favorite fucking color? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very robotic email. <laughs> Top a, sports, blah, 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 blah. Music, da-da-da-da-da. And I want you to know, da-da, like that show, didn't, mm. But you know the balls brigade, and then he's the second person to, yeah. to write in about balls, like balls. First of all, uh, Scarface, 
You yeah. come into this world, you only cut. What is you only come? I only got two things my word and my balls. This is what balls is. When you guys are thinking balls, you're thinking touching balls, other people's balls, balls. Yeah, y'all making it gay. Yeah, you're, you're fucking looking at it the wrong way. Yeah. This is balls. This is what you got. This is what we get through this world. So, Balls Brigade is not how you're making it some. Uh, you, you're just toughing up the idea of your balls and say it that way Balls Brigade. That guy out there, I never liked him. I never trusted him. For all I know, he had me and my friend Angel Solandas set up. But that's neither here nor there. Do you want to make a move? To move. Okay. Um, Terry Bow. Terry Bow. Terry Bow uh, regarding show 375. How things going, fellas? Enjoying the pod. In fact, depends on the episode and the content. I may listen to it more than once especially if I'm driving where it might take a while or during, or during chores. I wanted, I only wanted to touch on Aries pronouncing Michael Blue Blay's name, Blue Blay, on the show. Michael Blue Blay. This is Blue Blay. I had to rewind it to make sure I heard, it, heard what I thought. I also wanted to re- reiterate that Gemma isn't the end all to all the women on Instagram. Fuck you! Uh... I've seen better, but like Aries would say, actually, his comment saying is escaping me at the moment. Oh, you just had an Andy. Keep up the great show. My son and I saw you both in Schomburg and plan to be there again next month. You know, I, I would put um, money on Gemma kicking everybody's ass, though, on Instagram. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I'm going to be in line to get my ass kicked. You know what I mean? I'll take a foot up my ass from her. Uh, and I'm telling you, man, I, I that man, God, if you give me that, you got me. I'll I, I walk around in a priest uniform. I'll, I'll dress like uh, Keanu Reeves in the Matrix with the priest with the long cape, the, the long come down to the ankles. I wear that shit. Give me, give me, Gemma, man. Damn. <laughs> um, Michael Schultz, our fifth time emailer. Hey, you guys. What's up, brothers? <laughs> It's your boy Goonie from Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's been a while since I shot you both an email. Aries, I just seen an interview where you did comedy, you did on Comedy Hype about three years ago about being blackballed. It kind of pisses me off when you don't get the credit that you deserve. You're way funnier than mad dudes out here. Let me get a high five. We both know who that is. <laughs> Let me get a high five. We both know who that is, LMAO. And you are one of the goats in comedy. Uh, I've had about five emails read on the podcast, and I just want to let you know, definitely, you're definitely my favorite comedian. I got to give props when props are due. And Andy, stop doubting yourself, man. You wouldn't be next to the goat doing shows if you wasn't funny. Aries, hit me up, brother. Drop a text and definitely let me know the next time you're in Pittsburgh. All right, brothers. My email didn't really mean shit. Just swinging through, uh, just swinging through. Love the both of you. P.S. Cherokee the ass or Gemma? Nigga, Gemma. <laughs> Gemma. And I've already had Cherokee. She's cool. I already had Cherokee. I've never had Gemma. What what if like what if you started talking to Gemma and she was just an idiot though? Would you care? I would marry that bitch. <laughs> what if she just said dumb shit all the time? I would have the dumbest wife on the planet. Nigga. Straight fucking Dodo bird, nigga. Can't let a bitch being stupid stop me. All right. 
Sean Leach. First time email from Leach. Hey, A&A Leach, if you could remake Harlem Nights, who would be the comedians? I started y'all's podcast at 294. It took me maybe a month to catch up to the current episodes. From 294, they could go back and do the homework. Um, but both of y'all are right when it comes to the podcast on how to listen to it. Aries, you should start from the beginning to understand the characters and the witty one-liners you have. And Andy, you're right too. Some of us can understand what Aries is saying, uh, go, saying by going back and forth in the episodes. I don't understand how you do that, but I have an ass whooping story for you. It was fall 9901, and I was watching NBA playoff with the T-Wolves, hoping they would finally make it out the first round. My mom was across the hall sleeping while me and my brother shared a room. I had a TV at 20% volume. She wanted me to turn it down. More me being a teenage boy, a hard head makes a soft ass. My mom called me in her room, closed the door, and hit me with a three-piece with a biscuit. I remember is falling inside the closet by her shoes. I think I read this. And my mom voice saying, take your ass to bed before I whip your ass again. I guess the T-Wolves didn't make it to the second round. Me either, Leach. I think I read that before. I don't remember. I, I remember this. I remember something about falling into the closet, but I don't remember anything nah, about ain't, it. Ain't nobody, they know what the chances of two niggas getting whipped falling in the, in the closet. closet. It could happen. <laughs> Especially the blackouts. <laughs> nigga, I will knock you into my heels, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Incencio Perez, Pastor Morgan Freeman, recently featured artist A GIF from Chester, PA. Wow, wow, wow. That last episode was great. Aries, I was feeling everything you were saying. Now, the pastor thought just because he had that Morgan Freeman voice thing going on that anything he said would sound good, LOL. Far from it, my guy. When you asked him why we should believe heaven uh, or any of it is even real. He said something on the lines of because it's the book and he believes. That was the first red flag. Belief doesn't get you to truth. Evidence and facts do, which all religions can't seem to provide for their claims. Every time you made a strong, valid point, his best response was, I hear you and I understand. Sadly, I don't believe he will ever understand. He had no real answers for anything and would just tell a story about an experience he had instead or a verse from the Bible itself. It's so much I could say on this episode, but I'll try, keep it, I'll try and keep it brief. Real quick, um, I know someone who would be a great follow-up guest after this one. His name is Matt Dillahunty. Uh, he has a podcast and YouTube channel called Atheist Experience. It's a really good call-in show where people of different religions, faith, call in and say what they believe and why. And let me tell you, uh, let me tell you when you hear, let me tell you when hear a lot of reasons of the reasons why it will blow your mind. Uh, I don't know if you believe in prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you believe in prayer, but the next time you find yourself on your knees with your hands clasped together, ask God to, uh, Send you a couple of missing words. That was like $100, a lot of money in there. There Man. was like 10 right in a row. Man. Um, uh, you saw the $10 a lot of money at the show this week. Yes, I did. T-shirt, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll like him, trust me. He's a lot like you and don't hold his tongue either, LOL. Uh, he's also a great debater on religious topics and used to be a pastor. I believe so. I believe so. He knows the Bible itself very well. Anyway, love the show and I told you I would finally write in, LOL. And lastly, thanks for playing my song titled Tomorrow on your show recently. Keep up the great work, guys. All right. Thank you. 
You know, I, I want to. Uh, oh, I just want to say this because I, I want people to know. I haven't been. Uh, this this is. Uh, it, it will fall into this last email, um, guys. If I haven't been returning as many uh, uh, messages that you guys have sent me, either on Instagram or just messages, uh, I've been dealing with a kidney stone, and so I haven't really been that active on social media. Um, and um, I'm just trying to get rid of this thing. But the funniest thing, because of this, what he just said, I had uh, I went to the hospital because I needed to get hydration. I was dehydrated. So uh, I went in, and they ask you, they have to ask you a religion. And first mm. of all, they asked me, first question they asked me is what my, was I, they ask you male, female, or whatever. And I go, you can still ask that? She goes, mm. Yeah, we have to ask that. And then I said, uh, uh, and then they said religion. And after that episode, and you, I, I've always, I, I'm, I've always struggled, but I usually, I said none. It was the mm. first time I ever said none, religion, really? none, none, just none. Um, and I'm not blaming the pastor. I don't want to pastor. Uh, pastor. I, I, I don't speak well. Pastor. Yeah, I'm not speaking. I'm not blaming the outside. Nigga, it's time for you to go out to pastor. Sister, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm, but I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying. You know, you just you get to a point where you, you know, I, I'm I'm still believe that there's something out there, but I just religion. There's no way I can I could even put that down. So, uh, and they told me it's just because the, if you do die, which didn't make me feel any better, they have to know what to do with your body because there's certain things that certain mm-hmm. religious want to do. I didn't know that. I, I never had to go to the hospital like that, um, like that. Um, so anyway, that, I just threw that in there. So yeah, I pre, you know, I'm glad that. I'm glad that people came away with the feeling the same way that we felt after we did that that mm-hmm. podcast. Like no, no questions were answered. Yeah. Yeah. I, listen, I, I said I felt like it was it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. Uh I, I really thought it was gonna be explosive in terms of what I was gonna bring to it and fire and brimstone, but we didn't get the fire in the brimstone. So we'll we'll keep working for that one. Uh incidentally, uh when you said that word <laughs> Pastor. Me, yeah, it made me think of this clip. I don't know if you've ever seen this clip. It's so fucking funny. Steve Harvey is uh, hosting, of, of course, the uh, Family Feud and is an African family. Oh. Uh, have you seen this? Yeah, I think I know which one it is. And Steve goes, what can't you have a wedding without? And the guy goes, the pasta. <laughs> and Steve goes, Steve goes, no, no, dog, they don't serve. That's not at the wedding. The food is later. He goes, no, 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 the pasta. Steve was dog. There's no food at the, d- wedding. At the wedding, and he goes, well, "How do you say demanded uh, demanded marries you?" And Steve went, "The pasta." Oh, <laughs> starts dying. And nigga said, "The pasta." Nigga, Steve thought he said pasta. <laughs> Dude, the outtakes on on that right are the best. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah. They should almost. They should only do. They should just do the show just for the outtakes. Right. There should be another show with just outtakes. Yes, yeah, Steve is fucking hilarious with that. Jamani uh, Sylvester. Uh, one question: Is Steve white or black? I was dying laughing when the closing church song came on at the end of the pod. <gasps> Ooh, false alarm. Um. I thought like a lung was going to fly out. It's <laughs> fucking fly. I was like ready to go to the hospital again. Oh, man. Uh, I said to myself, uh, I said to myself, this nigga Steve probably stayed up all night researching black church music. Good job, bro. 
I'm with Andy on the whole religion thing. I feel we are infinite spirits sent by source energy. Good job on the episode. Aries, you almost made me cry. Shake my head. That was some deep conversation. Stay up, fellas. Jamani. Um, Steve is raging white. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> How are you raging white? <laughs> he does that kind of music. So he is raging white. He is mosh pit white. Uh, yeah. Steve. You know, maybe. But, maybe. But if you describe Steve without. Right. Without any racial. How would you describe Steve? Without any racial? No, don't put any racial in it. Just just Steve. Uh, white, white guy? Oh, no racial. No, you just got to describe him just as, a, as an entity. Damn. Uh, how would I describe any Caucasian as an entity? But Steve is one of the most aloof. <laughs> He's very he's very hard to get a gauge on. Right. Uh, Steve seems like in an argument, if he don't really like you, he could shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> he he can have that that vibe, but he's not that guy. He's not that guy, but he definitely has a. If he says, "I'll be right back," <laughs> <laughs> that means Everybody everybody's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is really a cool dude. He just has a very aloofness about him, and it's very uh, so. It's just it's very funny. So we like to. I love when Steve adds little things here and there, or will say something. Uh, I would love to get him to say some more stuff on it because he's just so. He's very Steve, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, he's a good dude, though. I just want. I just that that should have been that probably be my next old Steve's, and have Steve do it like. Steve is upset at his job and he just says, I'll be right back. <laughs> he comes back. Oh, Steve. No, 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 no. We hear gunshot. Pop, pop. Oh, Steve. <laughs> I think we could cancel after that one. <laughs> if we ain't been canceled by now. We all right. Um, Got to have something. Um, okay. Uh, this is from Danielle Mendez, O Canada. Uh, second time writing in, I truly appreciate you reading my email on the Ronald Chronicles episode. I feel honored. I know you were joking when you asked about seasons here in Canada, LOL, but I just wanted to let y'all know about this beautiful country. We get a lot of snow and the winters can be brutally cold, but our summers are hot. New York hot, not Arizona, LOL. We have a mix of many cultures, especially in Toronto. So if you like good food, I know you do. We offer some of the best Italian, Jamaican, Indian, Latino, and other dishes, too. Um, I should have said that line is each culture. We have some of the best Italian, Jamaican, Indian, see. <laughs> <laughs> With restrictions easing up, I'm not sure how easy or tough it is to get a gig out here, but I'm really hoping to come see the both of you live. I really do want to get out to Toronto. I would like man. to go to Toronto. Toronto would be. Yeah, man. Or Vancouver. Have we been out to Vancouver together? No, we just been. The only place we went together was. Uh, uh, where's the where's the Calgary? Calgary. Okay, yeah. so we have been passport buddies. Yeah. All right. We've been to, we've been to Calgary. Calgary. Did you like that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be really honest. I didn't like it because it has a very. Uh, sterile feel to it. And it's it's a big business city. Right. And it just has a more sterile feel to it. It wasn't that I didn't like the people or the city. 
It's just not what I was, what people have described Canada to me as being. Right. So I would like to see more Canada, if, right. if that makes sense. And and incidentally, Andy said he's going to go on vacation in October and miss two weeks because he's going to Europe. I really, I'm happy for you, dude, because Europe is beautiful. But I really was hoping I could get a Europe tour and we could do that together, man, because Europe is, oh God, when you experience that much whiteness, you want a buddy uh, in case something happens. Yeah. And, and, and to the, the, to our, our European listeners, uh, I will be out there and I just want to be trying to work y'all's club yeah. along. saw Iggy pop and fucking all you rest, your Brit comics sometime in October. I don't have the exact dates when I'm going to be out there, but I don't know any place out there. So if you have some hookups or something, you can tell me, uh, some places or people that I could get a hold of. I'd really like to do some show dates out there. I'm coming out with my girl. She's going out there for work and I'm going out there because I have a place to stay for free. So, uh, and my girl's going to be out there. So it'll be fun. So I was talking to me mom and that's what me boss said. Hey, what are you going to do about this bloomers and the knickers? All said, come on, bloke. Ha 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 ha. It's British comedy. <laughs> All right. Um, if you ever roll into Buffalo, it's maybe a two-hour drive, so I wouldn't mind heading there, too. I feel your comedic styles would have a great crowd response up here, and everyone I've recommended the pod to is obsessed. Anyway, keep doing your thing, guys. Stay the realest. Peace, D. Mendez. Uh, thank you. And you know, I really, I, Toronto is the place that I really want to go. I hear amazing things about it. Uh, I like how you told me about uh, us about Canada, but you didn't talk about French Canadians and, and the fact that, you know, that, 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 that stress and struggle there, which I think is interesting. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, th thanks. Thanks for giving us all the sunny side. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corey J. Uh, nigga what? listening to the who we are episode and i had to pause that shit anybody anybody during any time in history oh if anybody during any time in history said black people are inferior then they're racist uh no if ands or buts about it the mayo is seeping out of andy's pores andy well Corey, if you listen to yesterday's episode with special guest uh nigga field reporter tim <laughs> Um, we addressed this. Uh, I'm just curious to know if you're still convinced. I want to say I don't want to be, but look, right is right. And you can't argue with the facts. And if, and if, and if, you know, what he said is true, uh, you know, it is, you know, I, I just want to point this out because I think some people, um, and, 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 and what I'm going to say, and, and I know what the next response is after I'm going to say, I don't, I don't try to get educated by white people, if that makes any sense. Now, I know all black people don't think the same and move the same, so I get that. But I'm not, my experience that I walk through this earth with is not based on just on whiteness, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I would never come on our podcast and talk about something if I heard that and my, uh, my, my, I don't know if we would call this reporting or my, my context of what I'm speaking about came from like all white sources. And when I say that just because it came from a black source doesn't mean that it's like one person. I mean, I, I didn't base my thoughts on, on a moment is what I'm trying to say. I, I work hard to think about things. I, I, I do think about things. It, it's, it's a problem, actually. 
I, I spend more time thinking than I should. And it, it, it fucks up my head that I can't remember shit, like easy shit, like names. So um, I appreciate even what you said. I don't mind that you feel that way. I, and I think you have every right to feel that way. I just wanted you to provide you with some context of where I'm coming from because I'm not saying something just uh, out of a whim that I pulled this out of my hat from my sixth grade teacher. <clears throat> okay. Uh, <clears throat> Devondrick Young. Devondrick, that's got to be a white guy. Um, Devondrick? Being sarcastic, Devondrick. Yeah, I think it could be a white dude though. There's no, not Devon Andrick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it was Devon, maybe a white guy. If it was Drick, maybe a black guy. But Devon Drick, that's nigga. <laughs> dude, yeah. I, I, listen. Uh, going back to yesterday's episode, we didn't talk about this. There's that thing where uh, Pryor talks about all the black tribes in Africa and then brought them all over here and he just made them one tribe. And that's kind of when you said that right oh, now. Oh, right, 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 right. You know, uh, that joke Richard Pryor does where he goes, white people just eat quiet. Pass the salt, dear. <laughs> we'll be having intercourse tonight. <laughs> all right. Um, first time email. What's up, guys? Long time listener since January of 2021. This podcast has got me through a lot of dark times and work days. I listen to certain episodes multiple times to the point where I can quote some of y'all's words like a movie. Uh, Aries had me in tears on the plane ride to Vegas because on one episode, you said Dennis Rodman looks like a special kind of bug. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Uh, I have a problem. Uh, I have a problem with my confidence with the ladies, and I just wanted to get some advice from you guys. I think the only reason why I get nervous is because I feel like I'm being re I've been rejected more than the average man. I'm 24, by the way. Much love uh, from your loyal listeners. Devo from Dallas. Uh, well, I need a little bit more information, brother. Uh, you know, are you, are, you, are you a bad communicator? Are you nervous? Uh, what do you say? Are you able to talk to women? I mean, some dudes don't have the gift of gab. Um, you know, uh, are you funny? You try to break the ice with jokes? Uh, why do you think you're being rejected? Uh, and listen, arrows.com. It's a... It's, it's a prostitution site. <laughs> E-R-O-S.com. Uh, just type in arrows and in whatever city you're in. Vegas, if you put in New York, Vegas, or Miami, uh, a slew of bitches, and they got categories. You Big butts, big tits, brunettes, blondes. When all else fails, nigga, let me tell you something. There's no shame in paying for pussy. Now, if you're looking for love and uh, a commitment, then that's different. But if you're just trying to skeet, skeet, nigga, buy some pussy. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You're paying for it anyway. It's called courtship. When you court a woman and you do dates and you do drinks and all that bullshit, you're paying anyway, and you still might not get no pussy. Get some pussy, man. You know? You got some legal advice for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, if legal advice, it would be uh, know where you are before you go uh, just spending money uh, right. or throwing money out. But uh, 
You know, you know what though about rejection? This is kind of it. This is going to be uh, this is my white portion of the show that I, I think will be funny. Did you see Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I have not. Dude, there's a guy, there's a character in there. Scopey Piccatoli was his name. Now I can't say it. <laughs> now I can't say it. Uh, Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola. No, Spicoli. 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 Spicoli spaghetti Pensacola. Go ahead. Uh, but there's a character named Damone. And Damone. That's is, a nigga, ain't it? No. It's just, it's a, I think he's just like supposed to be like Italian or something. Uh, and Damone. But Damone is the guy who's like, no, he's kind of a, he's, he seems douchey kind of in a way. Right. Uh, but you know they're they're having this thing. And he goes, he goes, and and Brad is is uh, is the guy who's the nerd. And, and Brad's he's, he's Brad. No, I, anyway, it doesn't make a difference. But he's but he says to Demone, he goes, yeah, but he goes, uh, he likes this one girl. And he goes, but you got to throw out the vibe. And he goes, but Demone, you throw out that vibe to hundreds of people. You're all you're you know basically. And he goes, and he so he goes, yeah, because the more you throw it out there, you know, the better your chances of reeling something in. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that a lot of people think that rejection <laughs> doesn't happen to everybody. <laughs> and the better you are at, at getting past rejection is where you're going to see the accomplishment of actually getting what you're after. To what you just said, like fishing. You, 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 how'd you say that again? And you reel something in. How'd you say that again? You got to throw it out there. I throw, yeah, yeah, just throw your reel out, out there, there and see what you bring in. There's another kind of saying that goes with that. Like we throw it, throw everything up against the wall and see what sticks. Just start throwing bitches up, up against the wall. <laughs> Actual women. Just slam them up against the wall and see which one sticks. As your attorney, I'm going to tell you, this is not a good idea. <laughs> but, but Excuse me, Mr. Steinberg. Yes, judge. Who's your client? Uh, Ronald Williams. <laughs> okay. Bing's out. Didn't think I could milk that cow anymore. <laughs> and still, you get another gallon. Right. Um, yeah, but it, it's... Being rejected is learning how not to be rejected. It's part of it. <laughs> and, and a lot of people can't get past that part. Dude, here's where I think, God, you know what? Okay. In the growth of this podcast... Again, there's going to be something. I don't know what, but there's going to be something that puts us over the hump. It's got, and once we get over the hump, fucking Joe Rogan money time. Here's what I think I want to start implementing. Certain things that we say joke-wise, we cut to an actual cartoon piece like Family Guy. Do you know how funny that would have been to cut to women being thrown up against the wall? Pop! And just they keep sliding off. And after about the fourth woman, I mean, violently up against the wall. Slide off. And then one finally sticks. Hi. Dude. Dude. No, the high is unbelievable. Hi. Right. And she's just stuck up against the wall. But they slam me up against the wall each at a time. Like, that's like I said with the, with the, when I did the, uh, it's like Barry White butt naked in your mouth singing. If we could have cut to the cartoon of a butt naked Barry White in my tongue on laying on my tongue naked, dripping with sweat. Baby. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I mean, some people out there listening might be cartoon people. Make Send us a cartoon. Yo, if you're a cartoon person, yo, draw that up. Please, I, I, I'll even shoot you some dough. Cash app you. Draw that up. Just show a, a, a blank frame, like a like a frame with a wall in it. And blonde, brunette, redhead, 
black woman afro, chapow, slam up against the wall and slide off. Chapow, slam up against the wall. And the last one, chapow. And she just looks and goes, hi. Well, featured on the uh, on the Instagram. We'll put that on Patreon. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, domestic violence. Um, Darius Davis. It's not domestic if you're not living together. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum moment. Ah. You're right. It's not domestic. If you throw against the wall, but you're not in the same room. <laughs> Darius Davis. So, oh, did I read so many topics? This is Darius from St. Louis. Man, first off, let me say, Andy, you are a very humble person. But when you get to talking about that damn riddle, you sound very pompous and arrogant. The joke is there, plain and simply laid out like a woman on a bed and leave it up to Andy to ask her, do you want me to get a condom? Is the room the right temperature? Like, brother, just fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking fuck if she wants the rubber or not. Um, just like the riddle, what did he lose first? Just answer the damn question. Man, it states at the beginning, a lot of people have gotten this wrong. So either they are going with the options provided, uh, provided car, housewife, and not thinking outside the box, which would obviously be his job because it's simple enough to imply this is based off what you could lose with financial issues. Yes, Oh, goodness, Louis has spoken. He is up. Whew. And that Louis would have made a great cartoon, especially that first one about eating himself out of a pepperoni bed. Yeah. Oh, man. Financials. Yes, you have to... Yes, you have to think outside the box. Those who agreed with you are outside the box and continue down the damn street. And it's really not that deep, bro. It really isn't. Just Google the answer from from its origin. Uh, secondly, with Ronald, are we really that gullible of a society to believe this man's ex-wife, whom he beat the shit out of, really emailed? What the chance? What's the chances she and he both are listening to the podcast? I would say slim to none. This guy is obviously doing damage control to his already fucked up image by posing as his ex-wife and saying all that shit to get people on his side, which is exactly what someone of his character would do. What woman would admit to fucking the family tree and workplace on top of spitting on his mother? Like, seriously, seriously consider this guy being that fucked up to the point where he takes the time out of his day to create an email under his ex's name and then portrays her. If you are that proud of beating a bitch, then portraying her is just uh, lent on your shoulder. And lastly, on the NBA discussion, I wouldn't touch the 82 games because that'll just give the old heads even more reason to bash the NBA moving forward because they'll say, well, Koozie, Jordan, Zeke, etc. played 82 games and y'all can't. They just have to rot to rid fully. They just have to rid fully generated contracts and have a structure like the NFL where you can have an X amount guaranteed, which causes guys to play that max percentage of games to get their money. Uh, sorry for the long-ass email, but I couldn't take it anymore with Andy trying to defend his views, which he has every right, and Ronald's brainwashing of my good podcast family. <laughs> P.S. Him having that was the best three years of his life means that he probably ate some nigga junk. I can tell you he's writing you right now. He is writing you, and some fuck yous, cocksuckers are coming. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, I hear, I could see where you're coming from, but Fuck that. It made for great radio. So 
who gives a fuck? Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I believe she did. I really do. I hope that don't make me gullible, but I really do. I have no, you know, I'm going to stick with what I said. I think it's a poorly worded. Uh, you think I get anything yeah. else out of no, it? No, that's it. I'm going to stick it. with that. Um, I, and, I, I, and I've given up that I've said that's the answer. I understand that's why that's the answer. I think it's really worded poorly. It's not like other riddles where you have a they're more definite. That's all. Mm. Mm. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. All right. This might be the last one. The closer. The closer. What was called the closer? Oh, Dave's special. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Amen, Jared. Amen episode. Uh, to Aries and Andy. Uh, I haven't written in for a while, but listen to your religious your religion special, and I'm glad you had the pasta, William Charles, on. He seemed to offer some perspective, uh, but not sure if you have some have some clarity. I think Andy may be onto something with a with a more spiritual understanding, in the general sense. In my opinion, in my opinion, aren't meant to have an experience. Uh, they also aren't meant to have wording. Uh, we have free will. We complete a mission or we fail. God, to me, isn't a single entity that grants wishes and removes negativity from your life like a genie. If life were that simple, then getting in a bind would have no value. Just call in God and all is well. Now, before I continue to read this, let me just say, but there are people who live by that very belief. They go, man, I can only speak on my experience. And I know when I was going through X, Y, and Z, I prayed about it and then it was gone. So there are people that live to that very belief. Um, <clears throat> duality exists for a reason. If you didn't have pain, joy wouldn't matter as much. Without darkness, light wouldn't have as much value. When you are facing certain death and survive, it's an amazing experience, mainly because the threat of death is always there. Aries, you should check out spiritual concepts outlined in a couple of documentaries. We can find streaming called The Secret. That secret is bullshit. Um, and what, <laughs> and what the bleep do we know? I love, I'll tell it afterwards. If you look at God as a consciousness that informs our reality, but allows us to choose our path, then you can't separate evil from God or good from God either. God is all encompassing. God killed people in the Bible and saved people in the Bible. When you say, why did, why, why did an act like rape or murder happen without God stepping in? It's because life simply doesn't work like that. Good people don't always win and bad people do not always lose, but we all have karma and our own demons, decisions and circumstances as individuals to work through. Maybe that means nothing, but it could be a new path for you as well. As a side note, I'd like to address you and Andy's previous comments about Jesus being black. Uh Oh, might need to cut the reporter nigga Tim. Um, seems like this was never mentioned. There is a description that is in the Bible. If you look at Revelation 114-6, it literally says um, his head and his hairs were white like wool and his eyes were as flame of fire uh, and his feet like onto fine brass as if they burned in a furnace. Who has feet or who, who has feet of burnished brass and hair of wool but a black man. I was going to say uh, black bitches from the Bahamas. 
<laughs> if you ever go to the islands and see them hoes' feet, woo, nigga, them bitches' feet look like Cheryl Underwood. Oh. <laughs> She's such a nice lady. All right. Um, there are also similar descriptions from Flavius, 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 Josephus. That's black. Flavius Josephus? That is black, nigga. God is black, nigga. That Flavius, sounds like a really good toothpaste. Flavius Josephus for whiter teeth <laughs> um, that you may find online. Listen to Rascast, Nature of the, of the Threat, or even Bible, B-I-B-L-E, by Killer Priest for some more historical clarity. That's my two cents. Great to see the show is still going strong. This is so, so, so strong. <laughs> Great to see the show is still going strong. Jarrell. Jared. I'm sorry, Jared. Jared. Yeah. Um, okay. 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 Um, nothing on that? Just... No, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with anything. Okay. I, I agree. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard that same definition before. All right. Well, uh, what, what, what do you think? Nothing. Truly, though, okay. In in the physical form that we understand, yes, I think from the time period where he is, he he is what would be considered black, what we we consider today black, okay? But an entity that could create this world, I don't believe has a physical form. And I, like I said before, these are skin suits. I don't see this as who we are. So this is the, this is the, uh, this is the, the, the conundrum that I have as I try to think and move through these things. So, uh, there's there's always another level. God, I hope I can, hope I can fly. When when we die, we could fly. We could still be in ourselves, but we could fly. What if what if we die and we can fly, but birds have to walk everywhere? I would shit all over. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to fly and shit on shit from the sky would be awesome. <laughs> oh, you know what I would really love to do if I could fly. Obviously, they couldn't see me because I'm a ghost, but I could fly. I would love to just fly around New York City and look into people's windows. You can just look into people's windows with... Nah, nah, but you know, with a good telescope, you could. But I mean, just fly all around and just stop at different windows and just see people fucking and getting blowjobs. <laughs> but it wouldn't be boo. It'd be boo. <laughs> <laughs> what is that I hear outside? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's ghost come. What does ghost come look like? Uh, you know, I I knew a comic in Arizona and did a joke about ghost come, and it was really funny. I wish I remember who said it. I just remember ghost come was the punchline. Damn, I wish I remember who it was. <clears throat> but you can only see it with the black light. I'm sure. Ghost come. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe that's why. You know, in in the SVUs, they they go into those crime scenes. And you see, come all over the place. Right. Maybe it's not from this crime. Maybe it's from the afterlife. Yeah, just coming all over. Just comes. Just ghosts come everywhere. <laughs> what is that? No one's ever lived here before. But there's come all over the world walls. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you want to write it to the podcast. Aries Spears, 45 at Hotmail. 
Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, hopefully it's uh, Thursday, the 4th of August, and I am at, uh, I'm going to be on stage at the uh, Mike Drop Comedy Club in San Diego, and Aries is going to come out and join. You're going to drive out, right? Yeah, I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive. I mean, if you need a ride, uh, if you're living in the LA area and you need a ride to San Diego, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Not with me. See, that's August, white shit. White uh, shit gives strangers. White people give strangers <laughs> rides. Niggas ain't giving no strangers no rides. On August fifth, if you need a ride, hit up Aries. He's yeah, going to be heading down uh, from. If you want to get hit with a ride? You gonna hit you with my truck, nigga? <laughs> but I ain't been even. Fuck that. August fifth through the seventh, will be at the Mike Drop Comedy Club, brand new club. Uh, Run, run by some really good comedy people, comedy-centric people. I'm really excited. KC, my boy KC used to be the manager at Stand Up Live in Phoenix. He's from Bastin. Fucking and, Bastin. And his kid. partner is Hillary. Uh, and Hillary also uh, has been involved, not as a comic, which is amazing. She just actually uh, runs a bunch of... Um, uh, why? Why, my brain? Why? Uh, comedy festivals, mm. and she's she's done quite a few. Uh, she has the one in Arizona, which is uh, Big Pine. Uh, she's amazing. I, I can't wait to do the club. Very excited about it. On uh, August, oh, no, oh, yeah, August 11th through the 14th, we're back at the Chicago Improv in Schaumburg, and then the 18th to the 20th of August, we're at the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and then we have a week off, and then we're back at. Uh, September 1st through the 4th at Cap City in Austin, Texas. That's the reopening uh, Cap City. I don't know how long it's been back open, but that's where we're going to be. That's the 1st, the 4th. And then I will be out there the 5th through the 7th as well, just checking out Austin. If anybody's living out there that listens to this and uh, has uh, this is going to be very white of me, according to Aries. If you guys have a, a sofa I can crash out on, uh, I'm going to be in the area just hanging out. So uh, I'm going to check out the comedy scene that week. And then I'm, we're off to Addison improv in Dallas, which is four hours away that I'll be on a bus heading down to, uh, on the seventh, uh, we'll be there, but we're going to be in Addison the eighth through the 11th at the Dallas improv, uh, in Dallas at the Addison improv. I, I got that completely backwards. Uh, the 16th through the 18th, we'll be at the Spokane comedy club. Uh, in Washington, and then the 22nd through the 26th, we're back in the Raleigh Improv, and then the end how far is Raleigh from here? You know, that's not. No, I don't know. <sighs> it, it's in the area, though. I, I just know we're not. I mean, it's not a quick drive. Right. Uh, at the very end of the month, September 30th is our the beginning of our weekend at Levity Live, back in uh, in West Nyack. We're back there. Let me find out. <clears throat> Over uh that's the uh that's October West Nyack, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Aren't you are you gonna be in town? Yeah, for levity I will. Okay. Uh, all the way through the second. Uh so it's the 30th, yeah, the 30th of September through uh October 2nd. We'll be at Levity Live at you West know, Nyack. You know where I would love to go back to? That place we went to in Boston. The place with the, the oh oh the Boston Comedy Club? Yeah. It was in that mall. It was in the hotel. It's in the hotel, in the Western yeah. Hotel. And then right down the street, we got those really good uh, uh, lobster oh, rolls. lobster rolls. That's right, from drive, from the driver, died of driver to die. Oh, yeah. You know what? Before we get off this, oh, I want to I wanna fucking address oh, this shit. shit. Listen, Mr. Fieri, I, I love you, man. <laughs> and listen, some restaurants are cool because they serve a purpose. And a restaurant inside of a, an arcade that has a... a, a Race cars and whatever. Race, and a bowling alley. And, bowling. And, and a bowling alley. A good restaurant is important there. But a good restaurant there 
might not be the same level as a restaurant to the outside community. And when you test one of those out and you do, and and it's online that this was uh, one of the places that you visited and you had some stuff that you liked, I'm sure it was good. But there's a lot of restaurants I could go to and, and that you have picked. And I'm not saying it was a bad restaurant. I'm just saying it wasn't what I, he hated the sandwich. Man, it shouldn't be. It, it shouldn't be a place that's mentioned in, unless you're going to there to do the go karts, the racing, uh, the fucking bowling, the games. It, I mean, it didn't feel like a restaurant. They didn't clean the tables. They, I'm not even. Oh, gonna you say noticed the, that too? Yeah, I'm not even going to say the name of the restaurant. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't clean the tables. The, the, every every time we needed any, any time they brought something to us and they had to go back to get something else. It took twenty minutes. The drinks weren't in the bar in the in the restaurant. Everything was a, a, was a struggle, and and some things like that don't need to be on your show, man. And I get that it serves a purpose, and it was probably a great restaurant for a, a, an arcade. But man, I drove from my hotel where there's many great restaurants to go to this place that you put on your list. I've been to thirty five triple D spots, and boom, boom. Four duds, and, and dude, and I and I understand sometimes, and, and this could be one of those places. It really could. I understand that when it gets on, when you're on Triple D, uh, all of a sudden you're going to get m- more people coming than you have ever have, and if you're not set up for the service, you're going to falter and you're going to fall down. But this place, they don't even have your, your picture up in that place. They have uh, some notations on the menu, man, dude. I don't know what to tell you, but it sucked. There you go. The wings was good. The wings were good. I, I the wings were good, right. but that wasn't even one of the things that you had. There's good wings all over, and I mean, I mean, we're in a restaurant city. Uh, Charlotte's a restaurant city. That's not where you should have sent me. That's all I'm saying. I'm not mad. You can. I, I, I appreciate your show. I love all the things that you you do, uh, but could, could take into account that that one. That, that's good well, for an well, arcade. Well, actually, if you recall. There's another spot you and I went to that we didn't like. But yeah, but that's one of those ones that I said could have fallen because they couldn't maintain that integrity of the food. You remember the other one? Route 66, it was called. Oh, my bad. There's three spots three, we went to. The other one was a pizza place. Oh, in Baltimore. That pizza that, place. That, that, it was mom's pizza. That. Oof. And they they were angry in there. They were just, you know what? If you could put <laughs> negative energy on food, that's what they were serving. Wow. It was baked and into the made pizza. And one made with love. No. One made with love. But but you have a great record. I'm not knocking what you do. I'm just saying that 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 there's to be some notations or something on that yeah. one because we didn't see the show. We got it off the right. website. Right. And I, I just that, that that's that's a miss, man. That Damn. one's a miss. I, Dude, I, I accepted the other ones because right. they were restaurants. This wasn't really. I'm be honest. It wasn't. It was some. It was pic, It was a picnic spot, man. Dude, if if we ever get back to the fucking city. New York City. I got it, but it's in Brooklyn. Uh, I got to take you to fucking, uh, it's near the Barclay Center, uh, to Smokehouse, which was on Triple D. First time I ever had a beef rib. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Dude, I love beef ribs. Oh, Jesus. And their wings. Oh, God. This one was a, this one hit. Dude, I have so many people that I'm following now with all this great food that's in Brooklyn and New York. Even 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 in Hoboken where I'm at, they just did it go, and they do it for like, there's a, Couple guys, but they'll do it for uh, best place to eat for like under twenty bucks. Really, and 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 they'll eat at multiple places for under twenty bucks. You just got to know where to go. 
Mm. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. So I, I'm excited for next time we're back out there. Uh, I'm definitely going to get that. I think, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to just commit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my feet in the water. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to commit to that cartoon. I still got my man number out of Atlanta who did the other cartoons that we did. Um, I got to do that one up against the wall. That shit is just visually funny to me. Uh, so if you think you could do something, you're one of our listeners, hit us up before he, he goes and has it done. Hit us up as soon as you can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, shit. I, I, like I said, I'll shoot you some money, man. Like, you know, 1.2 and, and guys, I'm, I'm just telling you, we're going to, we, there's going to be more content on Patreon uh, and it may be less free content because these, uh, two hour podcast and then another followed up with an hour and a half of, uh, of emails. Uh, we, we, we put in a lot of time is what I'm saying. Mm. All right. You know what? Instead of doing a musical guest as an ode to Steve, Steve play some music that you would shoot some shit up to. Give me some of that hard. Whatever that is. You should just let Steve rock his guitar for a good. We'll do that on a separate one. Uh, but I, I, on this one, you want, you want, Steve, give me that mosh pit shit. <laughs> I mean, y'all want to know who the fuck Steve is? Steve, give me the mosh pit shit. Give, give him something that represents you. Not yet. Not yet. I want to save that for a special. No, one. no, no, no. What I mean, a, a song that represents him like that, that, like you're saying, that mosh pit song that represents right, that, yeah. that, that, that he would listen to, that he would. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this, this artist is uh, Steve. Uh, there it is. Man, I love Aries' impression of what metal music sounds like. This is Steve, and I'd like to thank Andy and Aries for giving me the opportunity to play this song. I have a band called Apex Nemesis, and the reason why you guys haven't heard it on here before is because I realize you guys aren't my target audience. Um, I am a 43-year-old man a white guy who yells like a fucking idiot, and I enjoy every second of it. Um, the music I play, I take seriously, but it doesn't mean that the attitude behind it is taken serious. To everybody out there, though, who is looking to submit a song to uh, the Spears and Steinberg show, please take this as an example of how you want to send your information. My band is called Apex Nemesis, A P A. I turned into Andy for a second. A-P-E-X-N-E-M-E-S-I-S. You can find us on Instagram at Apex Nemesis Band. You can find us on Facebook at Apex, I think it's apexmusic.az. Um, Apex Music AZ. And you can find this on YouTube. There's a lyric video for the song. It's called Devour. And... I don't think you guys will enjoy it, but here it is.
Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Aries Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. Shit to me! Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!